You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, it is podcast time. Uh, Jerry Recco is in Chicago, as you'll hear in the warm up show that I did with uh, CeeLo. So, Eddie Scazzari joins me for the post game podcast. Uh, good midday morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Eddie, I am all in deep with my dog situation. Uh, there, there's, I've pulled up all of the uh, area rugs that she was urinating on, she mm-hmm. peed on my sneakers. Uh, I've got it down to basically bare floors and wee-wee pads, mm-hmm. but still missing, not even going on the wee-wee pad sometimes. Mm. I thought that was instinctual. Uh, it can be, but she's in a place where she really is, the urge comes upon her so suddenly because yes. she is drinking so much because of the prednisone. Right. So it's, yeah, it's just one of those things you're going to have to suffer through. Did they they give you an end date for the prednisone? No. No, no, they didn't. I don't mm. think there is an end date. Oh. Actually, I talked to the doctor yesterday. So many people like have reached out to me on social media mm-hmm. that have heard these stories, and so many dogs are on prednisone mm-hmm. or have had sometimes on prednisone the steroid. I still don't fully get what it does, mm-hmm. and they are like, oh, my gosh, the dog will pee constantly, and but as soon as you get off the prednisone, the dog uh, goes back to normal. But I, I was like kind of freaked out yesterday with the um, – the situation there was just urine constantly all over my house. I called the vet. I emailed the vet. I was like, I am taking her off prednisone. And I know I can't just stop it cold turkey. I know there's like a wean yes. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to get attention back. So I was like, I'm, I, I want to do it the right way, but I need to hear from somebody today. Mm. They had to call me back. And uh, they told me to give it to her once a day instead of twice a day. But I don't know. I said... Is this like, is she just going to be on medicine the rest of her life? They go, yes, uh, she will be on a low dose of prednisone forever. Well, that's no good. Well, if That it's, sounds like urine in my house for the rest mm, of my life. Not necessarily. Her if life. it goes down to a low enough dose, like yeah. a maintenance dose, then her body will become more accustomed to it. Her bladder will become more accustomed to it. So there is um, there is a, a possible light at the end of the yeah. tunnel for you. But, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of times... You know, and she's still young. She's seven. Turned seven yesterday, actually. A, right, a dog so, birthday. Not as young as I thought then. But, you know, she still has potentially another six years, seven years of life. Um, yeah, and it, it gets, it's hard. Um, you know, I went through it with my quail. And, you know, she had the stroke two days before Christmas. And she just yesterday, and she's been slowly improving, but... You know, she's still very wobbly, but now she can get up uh, by herself, can walk down the stairs, and then uh, the back stairs. Not not any inside steep steps, but the patio steps. Um, and, but, and yesterday was the first time she actually went up the steps without assistance by herself. Look at that. And we're about two and a half months since the incident. Oh, my they, gosh. Yeah. And when it first happened, I mean, again, we were deadlifting a 60-pound dog. You know, outside and what? Both, yeah, to try to go out because she couldn't walk. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been rough, but it's been a slow, steady improvement. But you know, but she'll never be the same. Never go on long walks, but she's gone on decent walks now. We're building her up, but you know, she just can't walk as fast and as long, and it's it's tough, and it's uh, you know, you have to that you know that's what it is. For yeah. Us. Did uh, you ever consider dog diapers? People told me about that. Uh, we, I don't, we're not at that point yet. 
uh, because it, as she's gotten off the the act, she still has accidents, uh, both number one and number two occasionally. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, which is not fun. Uh, and also the and she her appetite's off, and we had to switch to this like really more expensive food like you. Yeah, ours is not prescription, but she just wouldn't eat the kibble anymore. And it's because of this other med that she's on, and it's like we're giving our dogs too many meds, just like we give our humans too many meds. And and, uh, of course, the stroke affected her. You know, whatever has the potential to affect her, like appetite, yeah, area of her brain, and yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's too much. I did my own, like you know, like for humans when you don't feel well or you hear somebody in your family gets Mm -hmm. a diagnosis or something, you go and Google it and get all the information. Well, I did some googling of my own about this dog situation. And uh, in half of the things I was reading, they were doing what my current vet is doing with the prednisone, steroid, and all that stuff. And the other half, they were just using aspirin because mm. it has to do with the arteries. Mm. It's like, oh, I would do that. Interesting. Yeah. Like a blood thinner. Yeah. To thin out the arteries. Well, you can ask your vet. Can we? Can I did. He said, well, you can go that round, but uh, there's not a, lot of, um, not a lot of data that suggests that works. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's more of the the homeopathic. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Situation. I know it's a, it's a, and also at least you know I had it's me and my wife, which you know you don't have that. Yeah, on the weekend, Gene is there perhaps, but uh, you know, so I I had two people to deal with it. The dog is not being left alone in the house, right? As yours is. Yeah. So that's a harder situation for sure, unless you want to have, you know, bring back the dog walker. Then I'm starting to wonder, Eddie, is she faking it? Because here's the thing. When she moves her neck, she does scream. Mm-hmm. Had her out on a walk yesterday. We were approaching on the street a cookie. It was a cookie just sitting on the street. She tries to go down to get the cookie, and she screams because mm-hmm. she's bending her neck. I would think she was probably going to be done with that. Mm-hmm. No. She screamed all the way until she got the cookie, Eddie. Yeah. Like well, she was, de- she's like a true wild animal on the street when there's food. Yeah. Well, I, I would say that that's just one instinct overpowered the other. <laughs> and that she, her need for cookies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Overpowered her yeah. neck pain. Yeah. And I would think that because, you know, you'll have to see if she, when there's not a cookie situation yeah. involved. Is she avoiding the neck movements that's going to cause her pain? Yes, because here's the thing. I'm glad that's actually a good thing you brought that up because now I'm remembering. Her eating of the food in her bowl, mm-hmm. which is I've always had a raised bowl because those yes. greyhounds, they, they yes. said to have mm-hmm. that. It's easier. She gets to an angle in the bowl where she can't, where she cries out because her neck, and mm-hmm. then she's done with it. Mm. Like she's good. There was a cookie in there, I bet. Well, a cookie on the street Correct. is more valuable than a cookie in the house. Yes, for sure. Uh, what you could try is what we've done for quail. Yeah, is you know you have your raised thing. Then I put a towel under it to angle it up. Oh, interesting. So it's easy. Oh, okay. So try that. I like that idea. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. You know the things we do for our animals. Do they know we're helping them? Uh like do yes. they look at us like thank you for? Yeah, because quail like you know now she's better, but like at first when when she went out. You know, she would wait for us to stand beside her. First of all, at very first, we had to carry her up and down the stairs. Yeah. And we bought all these harnesses and slings. And then she got to the point where she could do it herself down. And then, but she would get outside and then she would wait for us to come. So we would walk beside her as she went down the steps in case she kind of needed to lean on you. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I think they do. Uh, And they... You know, and and you know, up until yesterday, you know, she waits for you at the bottom of the stairs to bring the sling to help her up, and so she learns. But you, those dogs are smart. The dogs you have, uh, yeah. But Whimsy, I'm sure, has the same basic level of intelligence. Hmm. Um, yeah, and, and then at Marion, at one point, said to me, and the vet had told her this. You know, like I would be always like carrying her everywhere. And yeah, doing babying everything. her. Yes, and she said, you know, she's playing you. Yeah. Which I, I do believe. What you want, Gallo? I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, hi, Anthony Gallo. What time are they uh, using this? Um, I guess 1030 is the scheduled thing. Okay. Do you guys need more time than that? No. I no, 1030 is fine. Yeah. Okay. 
They can come and set up if there's. Do yeah, they need to set anything up? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, oh, we're, we're talking about be, our dogs. Uh, podcast is interruptus. Uh, yeah, so you're babying your dog, and yes. that you shouldn't do it. It's hard though. Like I even think sometimes, like when I'm walking my dog, like I let my dog decide what streets we go down, mm-hmm. and I know I shouldn't. I'm should be pack leader. Correct. But I feel one bad that I leave her in the house during the day, right? Right. So I feel like, oh, we'll let her let her roam around and do what she needs to do outside. And then I also feel like, well, I don't need to go down this street. If she wants to go down that street, why don't I go down that street? What's the big deal? But you've given away control. Correct. And I know I shouldn't do that, but she looks like this is a great street. Can can we go down this street? There's probably cookies in the gutter. Mm -hmm. Can we do that? Yeah. And then I feel bad. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a fine line, and they do understand like sort of emotional manipulation. Believe it, on the some, dogs do on some level, you know, not maybe as consciously as a human would, but they, you know, they'll they'll keep trying things, and you have to be more stubborn than they are, which is tough to do because they can be pretty stubborn. Let me ask you this: Do dogs ultimately want to be trained by humans? Uh, dogs, most dogs will want they 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 are social animals like we are. You know, we sort of evolved together for the past maybe thirty thousand years to sort of be pack animals. So yes, they they want to be a part of a pack. Now they may want to be the leader of the pack, but they do understand the whole pack philosophy, and they will respond to a dominant pack leader like they want to be led so ultimately the dog wants me to choose the street we go down even though i'm giving that power up to her because i think ah, she's been in the house all day let yeah. her pick i don't the know if, they, if it goes that deep like she you know wants you to choose a street it's just like you're the leader so whatever you say yeah you i know? don't get that i definitely am not the leader yeah you gotta, i know it, i'm not it, yeah it's a it can be a, a subtle thing and then let me ask you this i've had her now three years is it mm-hmm. too late for me to be the leader? Um, no, because leadership in a pack changes over time. You know, when 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 the old well, old pack leader, when he gets old, he is then challenged by one of the younger ones. Is and that the, right? And leadership changes, yes. A young punk dog will mm-hmm. go for the leadership role? Correct, correct. Wow. And then, you know, then if they, like, and this is in true not only in, in wolves and dogs, but in, uh, like, um, you know, elk packs or what have you. There's a bull moose, you know, or a bull, whatever, a, a, a bull elk, and he's got all the harem around. But at some point during one of the ruts, and they're fighting for the women, at one one year, one of the younger ones is going to take him down. Go to challenge. Well, they'll always challenge, but usually they lose. Oh, one will take it. One will but win. But then one, one year when the guy gets older, he's going to lose. And then his status as... You know, he could be dead if it gets into a lethal situation. Yeah. But usually they doesn't get to that and they back off. And then, then it's a new leader. Mm, I see. Mm. I see some of these dog walkers that... Now, oh. in my neighborhood, the dog walkers walk one dog at a time. Yes. You know, in New York City and other things you see, where you see somebody walking like... I'm not exaggerating 10, 12 dogs uh-huh. at a time. And all, all different sizes, but some, like many of them over... 70 pounds yeah and they have such command i on the streets in new york city it's unbelievable yeah it is that is a skill yeah but not all dogs will will submit to that you get some you know really you know headstrong dogs that are and then they know that and they'll maybe just do them solo or won't even take them on as a client yeah be like this dog is not gonna follow a pack he's out yeah that's Mm. all true yeah you need to get in here, my friend. Boomer's doing a big Joe Klecko yeah. interview that oh, they're setting does. up for. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be, if Joe Klecko's here, it's a we don't know. phoner or if it's a video call. But this is why it's a podcast that's interrupt us. Kids and pets and podcasts. Mm-hmm. So they're setting up. And yeah. So I was told by some people, get a uh, get a dog diaper, but my dog will rip that right off. Yeah. 100% right. she'll pull yeah. that right off. Yeah, I'm not. we're not there yet either. Yeah. I'd rather her pee in my house and I clean it up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I broke out the mop yesterday. I'd be like, I'm going to mo- have this mop out now. How about that stuff that Geo... Uh, that Folex spray? Stuff? Folex, yeah. yeah. I didn't have that. I still couldn't find it. I actually looked for it in the store. Mm. Um, but I pulled up all the area rugs. Yeah. So now if she doesn't pee on the wee-wee right. pad and goes on the floor, 
clean it right up and you have it. that sort of uh that that uh you know vinyl composite yeah yeah stuff. it's yeah, a, called coratech yeah yeah that that we have life proof yeah looks like a uh, home depot brand yeah this one's not smooth it's like uh it, it texture yeah textures like it mimics uh like a mm-hmm. those wooden plank type things so i'll just use that and hope for the best yeah and then eventually you know if the lower the dose gets lowered eventually yeah then uh, you can, and if she gets better with that, then you can put the rugs back. Right. Well, no things have turned around in my life, Eddie, when I've got area rugs again. And now, and speaking of rugs, I had to, because she can't, we have hardwood floors and then that life proof stuff on yeah. our, in the downstairs, we had to buy a bunch of little air, not area rugs, but little strips of, you know, those little strip rugs yeah. to make a path for her from her bed <laughs> to the back door. So that's what our house is now. All these areas where she has to walk because she doesn't do well on the floors. All she's getting better. Just big strips of rug. Yeah, it's which, crazy. Which then we're washing because of accidents. Right. It's crazy how much we will adjust our home lives mm-hmm. for a dog. Yeah. And for the first month, my wife was sleeping downstairs on an air mattress in the living room just in case she needed to get up in the middle of the night or is you know this is what i was doing the last couple of nights i was just sleeping downstairs because yep. i'm like oh if she goes upstairs yeah it's more potential uh-huh. trouble yeah. if down here and yeah. i know she needs to go out i could run her out it, before yeah. if i got to get right. her down the stairs right. she might go to the bathroom for a month my wife was sleeping downstairs <laughs> crazy it is crazy yeah and i've seen that uh, uh pictures of people's homes you know on some of the greyhound pages i'm on facebook because the greyhounds have a hard time walking on hardwood floors mm-hmm. as well just the the piecemeal of yep. just these like runners, yes, right, that's all around the have. house, so the dogs have somewhere to walk. That's exactly what we have now. That's what our our house looks like all yeah. through our brand new kitchen. <laughs> all these all these strip rugs all over, runners. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so all the stuff we're doing. Not to mention, we both paid for MRIs. Right, we both got MRIs for our dogs. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for that insurance claim to go through. They yes. better pay it. Yeah, though the it, it, if you got the one that I, we have through the company, it's it's pretty good. Oh no, I use uh, Pets Best. Okay, but, but there I, is one through the company, maybe nationwide. I think next, uh, whatever. Next yeah, I think I, I have good faith in this place. Okay, but we'll see. Yeah, you notice. Mm-hmm. You all notice Pets Best. All right, now insurance. Have, it, have you seen the man yet? Because we don't want to be. No, there. not yet. Okay, good. But real quickly. Um, in submitting the dog insurance claim, it was almost too easy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where I was like, mm. I was expecting, I was like, okay, Saturday morning, I'm going to set aside to put this claim. Right. And but it was be- nothing. It was like, here's the uh, fill out what was wrong. Here are the dates. Here's the receipts and the thing. And that was it. I'm like, huh. Yeah, that seems too easy. That was quick. Yeah. But I also heard that they um, they sometimes will contact the hospital directly. Oh. To get to work that way. That's what the woman at the Red Bank Veterinary told me. And Red Bank yeah. is known in, uh, far and wide. Yeah, it's a, it's a well-known place. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, uh, let's go before we get in trouble in here and take right. a Boomer's time. we don't want to waste one second of Boomer's time. We do not. Uh, let's do the warm-up show I did with CeeLo. CeeLo will be back again tomorrow because Jerry is still out. Uh, mm-hmm. But tomorrow's Friday. Mm-hmm. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning there. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry Recco is in Chicago for some sort of Rutgers basketball tournament. So CeeLo joins me today. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning. It's the Big Ten tournament, Al. All you know, right. it is conference championship week as we head towards Selection Sunday. So perhaps I, you're familiar with the format and how that works. I feel like Jerry's burning a lot of vacation days. He sure early. is. He's that's, burning them early. That's what it takes to be a play-by-play guy around these parts. He is burning those days early, mm-hmm. I got to tell you. Well, listen, when you all take you know most of the summer off, I'll be in here with Jerry and yeah, Sal. Don't, and we'll do we, we don't think do. about that when Jerry's. We don't think about when we're not here and Jerry's here. We Correct. assume Jerry's. When I'm not here, I assume no one's here. But that's not how it works. That's the way. When Boomer and or Geo are out. Yeah. Normally, it's a slide over, slide in situation for Jerry. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't consider it. I don't even. I don't even like to think anything's. I like to think when I'm off. The whole show's off. And just dead air for go- four hours. No, no, not dead air, but like <laughs> no kidding, one on the show is on the Understood. air. You all coordinate your vacation yeah. days at the same time. That's how we used to do back in the day, mm. Boomer and Carton era. Mm-hmm. Then somewhere along the line, we decided uh, instead of having uh, four weeks out of the year where it's not the full show, it's 16 weeks out of the year <laughs> where someone is missing from the program. A lot of piecemeal. A lot of piecemealing. CeeLo. I was here with you last week, I believe, and I felt like uh, Derek Carr was going to the Saints. Not that that was some sort of giant bold prediction. Yes, you of mine. did, it, and I disagreed with you. It wasn't it wasn't that big, but in all in all likelihood, it looks like Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Jets. Let's and hope so. That's what it really seems. That this if this doesn't happen at this point, it'll be very shocking. I think because yeah, Boomer is all in on this, and I feel like he knows something. But I would agree. But a couple things: you have Rodgers at play here. And we know oh, how weirdo. unusual he can be. And it's the Jets, where you plan for disaster, right? <laughs> right. Now, did you follow any of what was happening on Twitter yesterday from a Jet Aaron Rodgers perspective? Uh, I This does not sound familiar. So all of a sudden, at I can't even put an exact time on it. Let's call it mid-afternoon. Now, the day prior, Sauce Gardner had tweeted about Aaron Rodgers and maybe one other player. But it seemed like there was a coordinated effort to have a number of Jet players put out these tweets essentially trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers. This was yesterday? This was yesterday. All right. Now, number one, do we really think that that's going to have any effect? We think Aaron Rodgers is sitting out there in wherever the heck he is, Malibu, like, oh, look at these guys, you know, Hmm. tweeting my way. This is interesting. Maybe maybe this will sell me on going to the Jets. Richard Todd has reached out. Hold on. Let me see what he has to say. Yeah. So you got that aspect. I, I'm wondering if this was like a – I could see this being a Woody Johnson thing. Yeah. Listen, here's what we're going to do. Because you know he's a little <laughs> bizarre on Twitter, right? Right. You got Woody Johnson's bizarre. <clears throat> you got Aaron Rodgers' bizarre. Yeah. And you're right. The Jets have a history of doing dumb things. So let me give you a sample of a couple of these. You tell me if you like them or you don't like All right. them. All right. All uh, right. In no particular order. 
and and also uh, Quinnen Williams was involved here. That's a he's a legit. He's a star. He's one of these young players that the Jets are building around, assuming they're able to get him on a contract extension. So he quote tweeted a PGA Tour tweet where Aaron Rodgers played in like that Pebble Beach pro am, and it was like a video of him sinking a putt. So Quinn and Williams tweets at him, I know some amazing golf courses in New Jersey and New York City you can golf at all season. Okay, fine. Makes sense. All right. Rogers likes golf. No big deal. The other members of the team that tweeted yesterday, I'm curious if you even heard of some of them. All right. Tyler Conklin. Does that name ring a bell for you? I've heard of him. Okay. So he, get, he and this is all, they're adding him. So they're, this is not just, hey, we're going to put out a tweet about Aaron Rodgers. They're tagging him in it as well. Bringing a Super Bowl to NY would be legendary. You take everyone on this offense to the next level. Let's get it done from the darkness to New York. See you soon. Oh, boy. So he's referencing the darkness. Retreat. All right. Great. Then you got Justin Hardy, who's like a special teamer. Never that. heard of him. Yo, Aaron Rodgers, let's go get that ring, bro. Bring New York City what it's been waiting for. It'll be special. Okay. Now we've got Robert Sala's brother, David Sala. What does he do? I don't exactly know, but he tweets at Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing sweeter than hearing the fans chant J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. He's got a bunch of hashtags. This last one's my favorite. Will Parks. I've heard of him. Have you? Yeah. Wow. I know the name. Not Justin Hardy. Okay. The reason I I had to actually check and see if they were teammates at some point, because the way he speaks, you would think, maybe there's a relationship. I don't know. And then I'll be quiet after this. A-O, Aaron, bring that ass over here, broski. (laughs) You know what it is with us. Thanks in advance, brother. We appreciate it. At Aaron Rodgers. That was the big jet stars that got to reach out to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> now, again, you had a terrible Sauce, plan. Sauce, I think, did something again with the cheese. promise that he would get rid of that cheese head he wore on the field in Lambeau when they beat the Packers in Green Bay this year. So, I mean, listen, hmm. it looks, I guess it's it looks good to the public, to the fans. Like, they're all in and they're trying to make this effort. But... If I'm Aaron Rodgers and I've got Will Parks telling me to get my ass over here, Broski, I'm like, yeah. Mm. I would do it. I I would just go, Aaron, just so you know, this is not New York City. Like, New York City is filled with rats and people (laughs) kicking grandmothers on the subway and muggings and smashing grabs Mm. and uh, that sort of thing. That's not where you're playing. It says New York. We're going to be in a bougie suburb in New Jersey where the Short Hills Mall is, all high-end stores there. Or like Boomer said that, uh, what was it, uh... Some Westchester town I was not familiar with yesterday. So you could go live there. West Salem was that it? I don't know what that is. Why? He said no. you take a helicopter every day. No, you're living. Yeah. You're living in. There's plenty of bougie areas. I agree. You're, you're aware. But he's right. When Brandon Marshall was here, he lived in in one of the boroughs. I think it was Brooklyn. He did. He, yeah, he took a helicopter to the airport right there in Morristown every day that he had to get out to Florham Park to the jet facility. That's stupid. He wanted the experience of living in the city. Hopped on the hopped on the chopper. We can give them the same experience in Florham Park. We, when you're walking to the facility, we jump you and beat you up <laughs> and take your ID and your wallet. My wallet's uh, gone. My wallet's gone. Right. What kind of place you can't even put take, take your pants off? Leave your pants in the room. Here's the thing. The other thing going on with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers is now the Jets are suddenly a heavy Super Bowl favorite, which is so stupid. Heavy's a little strong. But I, I know their odds of it. I heard Gio odds go through increased. it yesterday. Yeah. Here's my prediction, CeeLo. I will predict Aaron Rodgers will come here. And then I will predict the Jets will get a wild card and they'll lose. Probably. Sounds then where right. are you? The same spot you always is. <laughs> yes. Now, I would say that. One though, guy doesn't make you a Super Bowl the champion. The way it works, though, is they the books, had, Gio said this yesterday, have to cover themselves. So if they have all of a sudden sort of a rush of people coming in, to grab the Jets and they get themselves overexposed, they have to adjust the odds to make sure they don't take a bath if the unexpected ended up happening. Yeah. Right? Can you, like, I'm not that into sports betting. Mm. Could I take a bet, like, let's say Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets. Could I take a bet that they don't make it into the playoffs or no? Probably somewhere. I mean, the easiest thing to do would, would be probably to take the under on their win total for oh, the okay. season. But there's probably somewhere that offers that sort of prop bet. Yeah. I don't know what the odds would be. but What yeah. if I see them getting into the playoffs, but just losing the first round? How's that? How do I make that bet? Um, That might be a little too specific. Little like at this point or before the season begins. Oh, sounds Listen, like 
In this day and age, if you want it, somewhere you can find it somewhere. That's what they always say. And then, meanwhile, I go to these apps and I don't, uh, I don't see these weird bets. Well, it depends which app you're going to. There's so many of them. The longer you look at the various sports books, you yeah. might be able to find what it is you're looking for. Linger longer. At one point, I don't know if any of them are doing this anymore, but early on after they legalized sports gambling, some of them were saying, like, create your own bet. Like, send us a, you know, a... A scenario, and we'll put a, we'll put odds on it. No way they do that now. I, I don't know that they, if they still do. Maybe there is one that does, one like a smaller sports book or something. But if you wanted to, you could you could propose that to them. Hey, here's what I'm looking to bet on. Hmm. What kind of odds can I get? What could you get me? Yeah. All right. Then I see that the Giants, uh, GM Joe Shane. Now I'm confused because he says the team is focused on contract talks with Saquon Barkley, yeah. and Dexter Lawrence. Uh-huh. I thought they. Figured out Saquon Barkley already. No, You're sitting there for 10 mil. They didn't figure it out. They franchise tagged him, and now if they can get a long-term deal worked out now, similar to with Daniel Jones, it would free up more cap space for them this offseason. Because free agency starts in, what's today? The 9th in like a week. March 15th? Yeah. So he's it's a the cap number is what it is. It's one year fully guaranteed. It's 10 and change. So you do believe, you actually believe they're trying to get a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley then? I mean, it sort of sounds just, like they're negotiating. Or is that whether just Barkley a nice thing agrees. to say? No, I, I legitimately think they'd like to do that, but it obviously would have to be something that doesn't hamstring them too much down the road. I'd like to know when we decided running backs were a dime a dozen and we could just do get whatever. When, like, you, when you could plug a sixth or seventh round rookie in there right, and that's what be I mean. just as effective as When was else. that? Because when Eddie and um, I were killing it I, watching football in the 80s and the 90s, yeah. You had one star running back. The guy got the ball every time you ran the ball, practically. Um, and they were very valuable. And then all of a sudden, it's like, nah. I'll give you a guy. I don't know if this was the start of it, but just from a local standpoint, remember Ahmad Bradshaw with the Giants? Yes. I think he was a seventh-round pick. He stepped in as a rookie, and he was a big part of that Super Bowl run and was a very productive player for them for four, five, six years after that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can't pinpoint it was that 2007 draft. But let's call it in the last, I don't know, fifteen years or so. Yes. Something fifteen like that. years. I'm gonna I'm gonna join I'm gonna agree with that one. How many years ago was 07? 16 coming up on sixteen? Sixteen. Or we just passed sixteen because it was no, it was oh eight. The, the Super Bowl was oh eight. So yeah, fifteen, sixteen, something eh, like that. Do the math. Twenty nine right. uh, today's twenty twenty three. Right. That was tw- two thousand eight. So fifteen. So yeah. Yeah. Something like there that. There you go. Something like that. Nailed so. it. Something like that. It's good math at five twelve in the morning. And then I do love this one. I love uh, bear safety. Jaquan Brisker. Nice job on the pronunciation. Did I nail that? Not Pau that's, Gasol. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. CeeLo. I'm over here pronouncing <laughs> the difficult names correctly. That's what I do. Show prep. You go to the pronunciation guide. Oh, you I'm see sure this that's what you did. Fella yeah. on the bears, <laughs> Jaquan Brisker. He was um, uh, uh, on Daniel Jones getting paid, but Lamar Jackson not getting paid. He said, quote, other bruh got paid today and this trash, fam. Hashtag facts. <laughs> this trash and is trash, fam. Other bruh. Yeah. B-R-U-H. No, I got it. I other bruh got paid today yeah. and this trash, and fam. And is trash. Yeah. It Hashtag sounded like you said facts. and this trash. And is trash. Is trash, yeah. Then uh, Giants wide receiver Darius Slayton had a come to the defense of Daniel Jones, uh-huh. and he uh, he sent him back a picture of the scoreboard when the Giants beat the Bears twenty sixteen. He said, "Suck it." I mean, a couple things here. All right, number one, do we care what Jaquan Brisker has to say about Daniel Jones? Well, he's on the radar now, isn't number he? Number two, Darius Slayton. Okay. You had a solid year when they need like these aren't exactly a listers. And number three, <laughs> he sends them the scoreboard of that game. Not exactly Daniel's finest performance of the season, but they did win. So okay, yeah, I did see he had uh, completed eight passes that game. Yeah, eight, right? Eight. Did Tyree Kill got in on this as well? Oh, he did. I didn't see that? that. So he then quote tweeted Darius Slayton's screenshot of the scoreboard, and he wrote, "Yeah, the slant route gonna be crazy next year with three laughing emojis." What does that mean? I think people felt he was implying like, oh, yeah, great. Daniel Jones is just going to run the slant route over and that's all he can do. So then he circled back later and, of course, well, I I wasn't trying to. All I said was the slant route going to be crazy. My bad. So he's making it sound like, (laughs) no, I wasn't trying to shade him. It's all good. They taking shots at the slant route now, CeeLo? These guys love to mix it up on social media. 
I think we've learned that by now. Yeah, I like it. I like a little bit of back and forth. Sure. I hate like generic things where people just support everything. Plus, it's the off season. They're bored, you know? Right, this scrolling. Is their, this is their downtime right now. Probably sitting on a beach on vacation somewhere, chilling oh, out, man. scrolling Twitter. The cheetah. The cheetah. That's I'd right. love to be known as the cheetah. Who wouldn't? Did you catch Robbie Anderson's new name? I didn't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. What is his name? I had no idea until I read the story yesterday about him officially being cut by yes. the Cardinals. He changed his name legally to Chosen. 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 Anderson. Correct. So I was the story wrote Chosen Robbie Anderson probably because, like, they, okay, fine, you legally changed it, but, like, let's not confuse people. Yeah, we don't know who that is. Yeah. So he changed his name to Chosen. Well, Chad Ochocinco situation there. Yeah. Chosen Robbie chosen Anderson. Chosen Robbie Anderson. He was chosen by the Cardinals in that trade and then caught seven passes in ten games, and now now he's not chosen. You want Robbie Anderson on your Giants? No. They need receivers. No. no. He's chosen one. That's one of those things that actually worked out for the Jets. Remember when like they didn't sign him and people were annoyed that yes. Sam Darnold's guy, they let him go to Carolina? That kind of fizzled out. That worked out. Yeah. Sometimes it works out. Yeah. And we don't think of those. We always think of the ones that didn't work out. Now, in fairness, it's not like they then brought somebody in who was great. I think they... I believe it was Brashad Perryman they brought in that year who was cheaper on a one-year deal, and he caught like 30 passes and a couple of touchdowns, and that was it for him. So Robbie had some success in Carolina, but he the trajectory went right downhill. The chosen one, the cho- Robbie Anderson. Chosen Robbie Anderson. Chosen. Yeah. All right, CeeLo, let's take a quick break here. We got Boomer and Geo there coming up at 6 o'clock. As I scroll through my show sheet here, Things I have a, I have a Yankee, uh, two Yankee notes. Notes, items. I have a couple of uh, NBA items. Mm. I've got uh, Tiger Woods back in the news. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I read this story initially, yeah. and then the more info came out about yes. it, it sounds like there's some there's some debate and controversy there on what's actually happening. Yeah, I agree. When I first lawsuit. read it, I was like, well, what is this? Who yeah. cares? And then as the stories came out, we'll, we'll dig we'll deep get into, into that. that. We're yeah. going to get our shovels, and we're going to dig really oh, yeah. deep into that one. And then Boomer and Geo at the top. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. The warm-up program is here. Jerry's in Chicago for Rutgers Big Ten Tournament Time. Uh, CeeLo joins me today and tomorrow. That's right. And you and I are wearing our uh, matching baby blue colors this morning. We sure are, CeeLo. We sure are. I just got a request on the request line. Oh. Uh, I'll get it next break for you. I didn't know we you. take requests. Uh, sometimes I do for music mm-hmm. on the on the breaks. Uh, JC wants to hear Ted Nugent's Wango Tango. Okay. <laughs> That's a Can't very say I know specific. that one. Oh, you don't even know no. it. All right. Ted Nugent's one of those guys that people are aware of, and they know he was a singer. Yeah. I can tell you, Catch Scratch Fever, and that's about it. Okay. Right, Eddie? You know you Catch know, Scratch Fever. You know that one, right? I got Catch, I know Catch Scratch Fever. But if, if you brought Ted Nugent in, is he still living? Or he no? is living. Okay. Yeah. So if you brought him in here yeah. in a lineup with, like, you know, four other guys, you would I know have him. no idea. Oh, he's hardcore uh, conservative guy yeah? now. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's a big hunter. <clears throat> he pisses people <laughs> off. Okay. Uh, here's something, Cielo. Were you aware, I was not, that uh, this year, this season, as we are into spring training right now, this season the, the MLB teams can have a sponsor sponsor patch on their uniforms? Um, I think How about I that? mildly you somehow know. knew about that. Or maybe I'm confusing that with the other leagues that are doing it. But Now, right now, the, the Yankees... Both the Yankees and the Mets do not have one as of right now. Uh-huh. This is new. No no one's done this prior to this year? Why do no. I feel like some... Not prior I must to be this thinking year. NBA and NHL. Okay. Yes. Uh, They're going to be able to have a patch on their on their arm. Okay. And it, depending on whether you bat righty or lefty will depend on where which arm your patch goes because they wanted, of course, to shove it right in the camera's face. 
Oh, so, okay. See, I thought you, know you were going to tell me it would have to be on the arm facing away from the pitcher so as not to be... No, no. the other way around. Other way we're around. We're going to put that on full display. Yeah. Okay. God. I got to tell you. <laughs> and I know people will go, you run commercials on the radio. Yeah, we do. Mm. We do. We do run commercials on yes. the radio. Quite a few of them, actually. But CeeLo ain't wearing a patch on his forehead this morning when time. he gets on television. You never know. That might be what's up next. At some point, it's too much. This is too much. Baseball is, is too much. Stop. What's Eddie saying in there? <laughs> He's distracting the shows with his patches. It's not wrong. What do you say? It's all right. No, tell me. He's interrupted the show. I'll let. I'll defer to Eddie all if right. he wants to say it on the air. Well, some people on our show have been known to wear certain garments. Yeah, and I'm against that. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're purposely wearing something on TV because what, it's... What about a, benefiting from it? Well, that's illegal. Is it? Yeah. How's it illegal? You can't use the radio or TV to benefit yourself. No, no. I'm saying benefiting from an endorsement or an advertiser we have around these parts. What about that? I'm just saying. You're you're knocking it, but, you know, those of us here on the show from time to time will benefit from that, no? Uh, sure. How was that trip out to Arizona for the Super Bowl? Good. Yeah. If I, you could have told me go or not go, I'd rather not go. I didn't benefit from that. I ended up coming home to an old lady dog with an injury <laughs> who's urinating all over my house. And I'd love sh- to roll that. shoe, apparently, yeah. the other day. I'd love to roll that back and yeah. not go to Arizona. All right. I'm just saying it's too much. You're now putting patches on the... And the Yankees are right. They're they're taking their time. And I guess the Mets are, too. Because that... They don't want to be first. No, that they don't want to put something on there that's going to come back to haunt them. Haunt them, okay. Like, you can't put an FTX, uh, remember FTX, that thing, that, that crypto garbage yeah. that ended up being fake? fake. Yeah, the Mets had Sponge Tech one year on their uh, <laughs> spring training. Sponge Tech, didn't we? Uh, they were here, weren't didn't Daryl Strawberry used to pimp. Uh, I feel like I remember Boomer saying Sponge Tech. No, yeah. maybe not. But we used to wonder what it was and how it was Some a company. Tech. All right. We sell sponges. No, you don't. <laughs> it's a fake company. It's a front. <laughs> something. It was something. I don't know what I'll, it was. I'll say this. This is a little different. I remember getting bent out of shape a couple of years ago when Nike, we, you know, was going to put the swoosh on the front of the Yankee, you know, like over the yeah, and Yankee that bothered uniform. me. I, I don't. You don't care now, it, just to slap whatever the hell you want. It, on it the... is what it is. Okay. You know? Well, the Yankees, uh, they did put out a statement that they are looking for the perfect fit. Okay. They want something that is classy. They want something that uh, is a real. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you got to be careful what you put up there. Something with an established brand, something. a track record. Yeah. All right. I'm sure they'll find something. I'm sure they will. Something but it, good. It will not be for opening day. They're thinking maybe after the All Star break. Drop it in there yeah. halfway through. No, people are on summer vacation. Yeah. They're not paying attention fully. Yeah, that's that makes sense. It just, it just, it's greedy. Yeah, it's greedy. latest thing on your list. Yeah, that, that, that gets under your skin. It's greedy because we just push, 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 mm-hmm. push a little further, push a little bit. What if instead of the Yankee hat, we wore a uh, AT and T hat? What if you wore? What if we did that instead? Well, they have like eh. how many different versions of the hats now for every holiday right. known to man, so they can sell those on. Uh, I never understood the St. Patrick shops hat that all these places sell. It's one day out of the year. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta go buy a Yankee St. Patrick's Day hat. Yeah, for I guess one if day? you're if you you know celebrate like your Irish heritage or something, it yeah. could be good beyond just St. Patrick's. I'm Irish. Day. Okay, I well, would never throw a you Irish wouldn't, hat, but on. others might. Everyone does what I do, Celia. Oh yeah, that's the way I look clearly, at the world. Clearly, I assume everyone thinks like me. Mm-hmm. That's a bad assumption on your part. <laughs> the world would be a much better place if everyone thought the way I thought. Would it? Yeah. You certain about that? Absolutely. How the uh the vegetables have defense uh whatever chemicals. and they, defense they, they chemicals don't want to be they don't want us eating them. They don't. I Eddie I was thinking listening to that yesterday and Eddie said exactly what I was thinking. Was, what oh did he sure, say? but the animals just can't wait for us to come eat them. Come on, welcome aboard. Yes, please kill me and eat me. Biologically, <laughs> we have jaws that are supposed to eat meat. So yes, the animals That's fine. We're eating them. But does that mean we're not supposed to eat vegetables? Correct. So we are actually evolved omnivores, so we eat both like bears. Evolved though, meaning we've moved on from vegetables. No, no, we evolved yeah. as omnivores. Developing. We still are. Just like pushing the envelope on those patches on the uniforms. But the fruits <laughs> is what the plant wants you to eat. It makes it colorful, it hangs it on the end of the plant says <laughs> eat me. Hey. <laughs> 
That's how you know eat me, to eat. eat me. It hangs it on the end of the plants. That's how you They're know They're holding to eat. up like invisible signs. You might as well. Strawberries big and red says, come eat me. <laughs> a broccoli is not like that. A broccoli, broccoli looks I had like broccoli the plant. on a slice of white pizza yesterday. It was delicious. That's you just trying to make it look, seem like you had a healthy pizza because you put broccoli 100%. on it. 100%. In fact, I went and they had the slices available. And I was going to get just a plain white piece. And I'll go with the one with the broccoli on there. I feel a little better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you think it costs to get a patch on the Yankee uniform? Like if Jerry and I wanted to do a warm-up show patch. Oh. Mil- over a million oh, a year? Definitely. Definitely seven figures. Damn. Yeah. You know why they got to do this, CeeLo? Uh, don't. Please don't. Cable packages. Yeah, okay. We got it. Because I, those We are talked crumbling. about that last week. New streams. Are, <laughs> well, how are they going to? And you were like, this is it. The salaries are coming down. They're not going to survive. I'm like, they'll find other ways to make money. Bang. Here's an example of how they'll find other ways to make money. And uh, how about this? Did you know this? This Frankie Montas said he was yeah. injured yeah, before he was traded to we, the Yankees. We knew that. There we were did? Con- well, we knew that he had had shoulder issues in Oakland. Okay. And the Yankees signed off on Yeah, we're comfortable he's with good it. He's to go. The medicals, the physicals, and now he's, I'm sure, embarrassed that when he came here, he sucked. Right. And he was hurt. Now he's hurt again. It's like, well, hey, here's he, why. He said, when I showed up here, I wasn't 100%, yeah. but you're with a new team. You were trying to impress. You go out yeah. there, you start slinging it, and all of a sudden, you re yeah. yourself. Great. Awesome. Freaking Frankie Montas. 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 Yeah. Paul Gasol. Everyone says Montas, but it's Montas. Montas. Mon. Montas. Mon. Yeah. Like John Montone. Right? Frankie Montas. Two back-to-back days of John Montone uh, yeah. drops here on the... Well, <laughs> How about that? This is a warm-up. This you is a warm-up talk about him on the warm-up We show. did not. Mm. I see Kevin Durant uh, injured himself. <laughs> unbelievable. This is unbelievable. It would have been his first home game as a Phoenix Sun. Right. Set to make his home debut last night in Phoenix. Which, by the way, is nope. very bizarre because when we were in Phoenix, I feel like we were in Phoenix for Super Bowl about a month ago. Um... Pretty much, yeah. And this is his first home game? Well, he got traded there, and he was recovering from a knee injury, so oh he didn't gosh, play right away. That's why. And now what happened? He slipped on you the floor? You already forgot that he was injured here. I did. He wasn't playing for the next. <laughs> I did. I yeah. forgot that. Already out of my... But we know why, CeeLo, when a team, when a player leaves, I forget about him. Yeah. He had a knee injury. He went out. Then all of a sudden, Kyrie started scoring a bunch of, bunch of points after they were losing at first when he went out. He thought, okay, they're going to, Kyrie's starting to heat up. They're going to stay afloat here until KD comes back, and then it all fell apart. Yep. So he uh, he's needs an MRI. Pre-game slip. What's an MRI going to tell him whether he snapped his ankle or not? Wouldn't, can't you just feel the bones? No, they usually them? do x-rays to check bones, and then they do the MRI to check, you know, for the soft tissue and the ligaments and things of that nature. Yeah. So they, there's they MRI. Rule out the fracture initially. So x-rays just show your bones. Uh, for, I, for the most right. part, yeah. I think so. MRI, soft tissue. What's a CAT scan? I think MRI day? shows a little bit of everything. I, I'm not even going to answer because I don't want the smoke in my mentions when I get it wrong. You so. idiot. I don't I'm know. A CAT scan What's technician different? and you're an right, let's, idiot. Let's get, just Google it. Let's see. There's PET scans. The there's CAT scans. Between MRI and, and then also CT scan. Is that the same yeah. as CAT scan? I think scan? that's a CAT scan. All right. I think CT I think scans take a fast series of x-ray pictures, which are put together to create images of the area that was scanned. Mm-hmm. An MRI uses strong magnetic fields to take pictures of the inside of the body. CT, uh, CT scans are usually the first choice for imaging. MRIs are useful for certain diseases. You know what they should do? Come up with a machine. You go in it, it's everything. Every one-stop shop. One stop. Uh-huh. You get out, it shows you your soft tissues, your organs, your bones, your, um, <laughs> did I mention organs? Your organs. Nervous system. Your nervous system, mm-hmm. your brain activity. Got it. Heart situation. You should have dropped this idea when you were at uh, Princeton Longevity last week. How'd You're that right. go, by the way? You we're got out of there good. without them saying, listen, uh, well, I before have, you go. I have my follow-up uh, next week. Jerry did his and his follow-up. He said it was quite extensive. Mm. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. I did go in that machine, but that, that machine should have been able to check me for everything. That machine, meaning the MRI machine? I don't know what it was. Yeah, I guess it was some sort of scans I did. I don't even know what I did. You Was it how long were you in said machine? The, the total was 15 minutes, oh, okay. and I went in and out. Probably in. not an MRI. Was it like with the like loud banging sounds? No, or, no. So it that, was, I think it, an MRI, I've not done one, but I've heard... 
very tight quarters. Yeah, you this was not an MRI. stay in there and stay still. Oh, no. 45, okay. Yeah. This was some other scans. And then I have the open MRIs for people that get claustrophobic. Or as we call them, wusses. <laughs> <laughs> if you suffer from claustrophobia, you're a wuss. All right. I'm afraid of heights. So does that make you a wuss? It does. All right. <laughs> Especially when I, at the mall, I can't even go to the edge where the railing is. Oh, jeez. I always had this fear that someone would walk by and Just push me you. over. Yeah, I guess. Whoosh, you never tumble. know. I do. I will say this. If I'm standing on the subway platform, when the subway comes, I do a quick swivel of the head. <laughs> 360. <laughs> make sure no one's ready to come body check me onto the tracks. What's your main fear? Um, Of, of the popular fear. So like popular, fear of heights, no. claustrophobia. Heights, no problem. Claustrophobia, no. Fear of leaving your house. No, I definitely fear don't. Fear of spiders. That's a main fear. fear that is a, for some people. Spiders don't really bother me. Um, I will say over the years, like, I like going to the beach, and I, w- I spent a lot of time in the ocean as a kid. I don't, like, rush to go in there these days because I don't like not being able to see what's going on yeah. around my feet. Right. You, if there's a shark there, you want to be able to see it. Or anything, really. Crabs. You know, yeah, it's just something that, like, you know. I, we, I've read enough, and I understand in this day and age, we hear about things a lot more when they happen, but it's like the shark stuff along the Jersey Shore and the Long Island Sound. Like, it's enough, you know? Sharks. Like, I get it. The percentage, the odds of it are slim, but slim. I'd rather, if I don't have to take the chance, I, I'm good. That's like me. Yeah. I live near the beach. I like to look at the beach. Yeah, I heard that. Yes. I don't like to go in the water. <laughs> you, don't, you also said you don't even like to be on the beach. No, I don't even like you to You just go like on the to sand. see the beach. Yeah. From 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 your your patio there, right? I like you the, have a patio, uh, yeah, or like, like a, a balcony, deck, a balcony. And you're on what floor? Uh, that's the second floor. Oh, okay, so not not that much. And how many floors in your building? Two. Oh, oh. three. I'm sorry, three. three. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I like to overlook. I like. My, you know what the main thing I get most joy out of, other than gals in bikinis, <laughs> <laughs> is people looking for parking. I love watching people not get parking. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I do on a Saturday morning on a nice beach day. I'll just have a coffee outside be like, and there's these, these things that look like parking spots. But when you pull it, it says like, you know, lifeguard only. Yeah. Oh, the joy. When people think they've got the spot, Uh they pull in all the size. Surprised you don't do that here at like three 30 in the morning (laughs) as we all circle for parking. I'm circling with you. Al's looking too. But he doesn't because he's, he and they take the easy way out. But that's not easy all the time to, to find a metered spot. Not easy. It's easier than finding a non-metered. Oh my gosh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, let's do this Tiger Woods situation. Let's do a little uh, John Morant uh, update. Mm-hmm. Let's do... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ooh. List of items. This, uh, what's going on at the movie theaters where Creed 3 is playing. Oh, Interesting. okay. And then Boomer and Gia will be here at 6 o'clock. That's what I'm talking about. Good choice by JC on uh, on Twitter. Well, we'll Wango Tango to uh, start off his Thursday morning. This is the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with uh, CeeLo today and tomorrow as Jerry's uh, in Chicago for Rutgers uh, Big Ten Tournament. Getting him fired up to start his Thursday. Wango he's out there Tango. somewhere right now, maybe driving to work or getting ready, and now he's yeah. always bopping along. He's good to go. Absolutely. A little Wango Tango. Yeah. So the movie Creed Three is out in theaters. Mm-hmm. This is uh, like a Rocky-related uh, movie. Correct. Apollo Creed's son, I believe. Yes, yes Apollo Creed's son. So it's uh, Creed Three. They're having problems, though, in Europe as uh, people are getting into fistfights at the movie theaters. Oh, boy. They're getting all jacked up because there's boxing. You know what I mean, CeeLo? You go yeah. there, you see a guy boxing and fighting, and then all of a sudden you want to box the, the guy next to you. At I the guess, theater. but in this world, in this day and age, that seems to be happening all over the place a lot yeah. more often, or at least we're seeing it more often. So you don't think it has to do with what's I'm going sure on in the does. film? I'm sure it does. I, that's all I need to see. I'd be like, I'll watch that at home. Not going to a theater to get beat up watching By the Creed way, 3. Uh, yeah, you didn't need to see that to say you're going to watch <laughs> it at home. When's the last time you went to a movie theater? I could not even. Well, there you go. I have no idea when the last time I went to a movie right. theater. There you go. Definitely pre-pandemic. First obviously. of all, you're you don't even watch movies that no. often, correct? Because they correct. have to be what ninety minutes or less. Was yeah, that like your cutoff time? Yeah, I like a ninety minute. So movie. I mean, if it's more than that, it's got to be at home because you're going to break it into multiple parts. Correct. To go to the theater, you can't say, you know what? I'm going to come back later to get the second half of this and not pay for another ticket. You're right. You're right. I'm going to watch that yeah. in multiple parts. Right. 
I just finished the uh, Jared from Subway documentary. Yeah, I saw you knocking that. Too many yeah, episodes. Too many episodes. Yeah. But uh, I tell you, what a creep. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> Boy, this, that Jared, he just went around all over town with his giant pants, showing you how big his pants were. <laughs> By the way, towards the end, he was getting chubby again. I think he stopped eating the Subway sandwiches. He was, you know, he was starting to be like getting off his diet. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, oh boy, amazing uh, recordings they have of him on the phone uh, being a total creep. Yeah, see, I'm not sure I even He's... want. I'm not no, sure you don't I have want any to watch interest that. in this one. No, I will check out this uh, Netflix documentary on the plane that disappeared. Absolutely. Have you watched it already? No, okay. that's on my docket for tonight. Yes, about the Malaysian airplane. Yes. that disappeared nine years ago and still missing. I think I had read that they there was like some remnants of debris were. that were found, but. But in this documentary, there's a couple conspiracy oh, theories well, in this of course, documentary. Of course. They feel like people planted that the debris. That debris. Huh. Interesting. They're trying to they're trying to hide something. That reminds me of the show Manifest. I don't know if you yes. ever watched that at all. I, I started watching it and I got confused and stopped. Yeah, and then also it left NBC and then it got yeah. picked up on Netflix. It's bounced around a little bit. But that was a thing where a plane disappeared and five years later or ten years later or whatever, it shows yeah. back up and nobody aged. Exactly. They thought they were on a regular uh, flight. Yeah, they just, hey, we landed. Here we are. Oh. I mean, how's a plane disappear? I'm not sure. Not a little plane with like two people in yeah, it. Yeah, there was like over 200 people on this flight, right? Right. The 249 or with, yeah. the, with the crew. Something like that. That's how you know how gigantic the ocean is. A uh, plane uh, yes. can go into it and we can't find it. Yeah. Well, An airplane. I mean, gigantic just from a surface area standpoint. Yeah. But then when you mix in the depth, forget it. Right. Jeez. Forget it. That's probably where a lot of, there is a theory also, that's where the aliens go. are hanging out. Well, Ocean the, floor. Yep. Well, they go down into, because who's checking the, the deep oceans? No uh, people that like to go check out the Titanic. Uh... Yeah, but we don't get that deep where these aliens are probably living. Well, I mean, the Titanic is on the ocean floor in the middle know, but, of the Atlantic. Right, but I'm talking about like the Indian Ocean is just... Oh, is well, that... we've actually been to the Marianas Trench. That's the deepest point on Earth. But there's so much ocean that yes. is, you don't know yeah. whatever. You don't even want to go up to your feet because you're afraid of a shark getting you. Imagine what's going on in the bottom of the Indian Ocean. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> now, uh, what's going on point. with this Tiger Woods story? You know, I... I'm not entirely sure, but when I first read it yesterday, you know, TMZ had the the details and the drama yeah. made it seem like, oh, here we go with Tiger again. He's got trouble with a with an ex. First of all, I didn't even know he had broken up with this gal because he'd been with her for a while now. This Erica Herman, who's been to it, she was at the Masters when he embraced his kids, and his mom was there when he won in nineteen. She's come to a lot of the events. I think they met through his restaurant down in Florida, yes. the restaurant business. Yeah. So I read this story about oh, the lawsuit, and she's saying that she was forced to sign this non-disclosure agreement, which didn't surprise me. I mean, forced? I mean, if you're going to get involved in a relationship with this high-profile guy who's got this past with women, I mean, I'm not saying I support it, but I'm not necessarily surprised that he would be asking, or she says, for claims forced. And then all of a sudden, is well, she's trying to get it wiped out on the basis of you know sexual harassment or sexual assault. But then as the day went on and people were sifting through this, these legal documents, apparently when things went south and they broke up, he essentially like threw her out of the house and she could no longer get access and I guess was missing some of her stuff. So she's really like suing for $30 million in damages, I guess. But I guess Tiger's side is saying, well, you know, they broke up and he moved on and that's the end of it. Yeah, I guess they got together in 2017. Yes. When she signed this uh, non disclosure. And initially, agreement. when she put this uh, lawsuit out in the fall, I guess, after they had broken up, there was a part where they asked if there was any sexual harassment or uh, assault involved, and she answered no. And now apparently she's answering yes. So there's some things that need to be sifted through here and figured out. CeeLo, would you say this is fishy? Or no fishy. Very fishy. Me too. On both sides, by the way. It seems fishy on both I'm a, sides. I'm a ti- I am a tiger guy, but I don't want to come across like, oh, I'm you know, absolving him or defending mm-hmm. him. I have no idea what happened, obviously. Yeah. But on both sides, it seems a little fishy. It does seem fishy. Yeah. Because it seems like we're not, we don't have all the information no, yet. we definitely do not. But very intriguing. And there was not one of those, hey, reps from both sides, you know, hey, they've split and went their separate ways. Like, yeah. This is the first I was even hearing of it. I right. just assumed up until, yeah, I was like, what? They broke up? I didn't know that. Oh, fishy, 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 fishy. Very fishy. Very fishy. Yep. 
So if I'm going to go fishy, no fishy right now as the information we have now, fishy. 100% fishy. I mean, you're right on both sides. This ain't fishy on, uh, what's his? Uh, what Erica Herman. Erica Herman. It's not just fishy on her side. Tiger's involved. He's got a very fishy past. Yeah, you always have to kind of raise an eyebrow and, and question if there's something deeper going on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be uh, very excited to follow this story. I like when things like, uh, like you said, you see it on uh, TMZ first. Yeah. And then like. Everybody picks it up. I love like when then ESPN has to cover it. I love that. Yeah. Because they don't want to get involved with sexual uh, uh, harassment. Off the, and, off the playing field. Yeah, stuff. they don't like yeah. that stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, it's Tiger Woods again. Yep. Got to cover it. Yeah. We you, have to take a break. Do you have a sports minute? Yes, Amy. Amy Lawrence. Can I want, guess? You, you, oh, I always love when you Zero guess. Zero chance. Um, you don't know I'll, that. I'll, I'll give oh, him a shot just because this, this was a name and a story that made the rounds yesterday. All right. I'm going to say Amy Lawrence, Sports Minute on Jim Beheim's 47 years at Syracuse is over. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Uh, another minute or so with CeeLo before Boomer and Geo take over. Uh, says, uh, you know that John Morant thing where he's waving the gun in a strip club? Yeah. By the way, the strip club was called Shotgun Willies. Nice. That's not a great strip club name. Oh, all it's right. not sexy. Shotgun Willies. Is it always supposed to be sexy? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's supposed to be sexy, Cebo. Uh, he was. He will not be charged for uh, waving that gun around, right? Because uh, no one complained, no one was threatened, and the police said uh, they couldn't no one confirm ever found the that firearm. he had the gun. Right. Right. Yeah. Could have been a prop gun, Cebo. You don't know. <laughs> That's right. Cap gun, water gun. Man, this is, I hate possible. when things are technicalities. We don't know if it was a, it was a gun. He was waving a gun around in a club. Seems that probably like maybe not the legal. NBA is still looking into it because oh, he's going right? to miss the next four games still with the Grizzlies. Oh. I do like that when the I do like when the leagues take over when they be like because of the laws in this country you can't get you, I mean you got to be like I was going to say you got to be caught on video but he was on video with right. maybe that's not good enough anymore. Yeah. Uh, the league says, oh, it, it wasn't enough for the police to charge him, but we'll take matters. Yes, that I do hands. like. I like when yeah. the NFL does that, NBA, baseball. WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM, HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.